dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. And hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us here on Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. So glad to have you join us. Uh, excuse the way my voice sounds for this episode. I know I've gone through a couple different things since the hurricane that has kind of preempted some of our recordings the last few weeks. So allergies have kind of made my voice a little bit different. Also dealt with a recent wisdom tooth pull of of my last wisdom tooth that I never thought I would have to get taken out after 20 years. But I'm sure all of you were so excited to hear that information. But if you want to know why the voice and everything sounds a little different, that's what it is today. But I'm going to breathe through because we have a very special guest here on the program today. My next guest is a CEO and founder of a co-manufacturing facility. Thus creating the world's most sophisticated platform to launch and scale cannabis brands. Here with me is the CEO and founder of Natura Life and Science. This is Ori Britton. Ori, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Or actually, do I have that correct? Is it, is it Biden or Britton? I guess it's Biden, correct? It's Biden, yeah. It's Ori Biden. And thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure and an honor. To be here. And I'll make sure to correct that as we go forward. So now, Ori, you came from the solar industry upon arriving to the United States from your homeland of Israel. You gained interest in the cannabis industry by learning and breaking down all aspects of the supply chain. And you found that regulations and supply chain issues were making it difficult for cannabis businesses to succeed, no matter how good their product was. What do you think what you could be able to do, contribute to offer solutions to this issue? What is it that you learned in Israel upon coming to the States? What is it you're able to go ahead and contribute? So my story is uh, I was born and raised in Israel, grew up there. And all of my life, I you know, got ready to serve in the army, in the military in Israel, in a way. And so I never actually tried cannabis Um a bunch of my friends did, but I wanted to be in a special unit, so I never really tried cannabis. Uh, after the army, I came to the U.S., and I came here originally for a visit. A year after I was here, I started a solar company in 2009, mm-hmm. and it quickly became one of the largest solar companies in California. Um, and today it's Canopy Energy, that it's the largest residential solar company in California. Wow. In I I always did it by really increasing sales and 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 and, come in and working very hard in the marketing and sales. And when in 2016 I onboarded the full management team and they really took off and and took the company. I was looking for my next adventure, and cannabis was kind of natural 2016 it was the hot topic um, when i looked at the industry i didn't really know, know a lot I actually at that point never even smoked a joint mm-hmm. uh, i never even I had no interaction with cannabis but i was very interested by it because mm-hmm. a lot of people were claiming that it's helping them and it's relieving uh all kind of of symptoms and it's really helping their diseases 
And Israel, where I'm coming from, has been doing uh, research and development on cannabis products since the 50s. It's the only state, it's the only country in the world that was allowed to conduct trials. So I found it very interesting. Now, interesting. let's, let's I, talk about California uh, itself. The two biggest problems, no, I, according to what you told me, according to your research here, in the cannabis industry, you believe are knowledge and consumer trust. And your plan for Natura is to solve that problem starting, as you said, starting in California where you are now and replicating that solution all over the world. Talk to me about the progress you've made so far in California and your works, your strat, your plan to go ahead and create this eventual replication across into other markets. Absolutely. So since I got into the cannabis industry, it was 2016. I got in from the real estate side, and that allowed me to see many operators. Um, in my real estate portfolio, we have different types of partners, and I had a chance to really understand their business. And what I saw is that the supply chain is fractioned. It's it, it's really broken. Um, in most industries, when you in most CPG industries, when you consuming a product. It's all when you're buying a brand, when you're buying a Coca-Cola, it will always be Coca-Cola. It will have the same texture, same feel, same desire effect. And in the cannabis industry, I think this is the biggest problem. Now, and that that is causing a lack of uh, trust by the consumer. Because if you want to consume a product, you want to have the same effect again and again and again. At least that's what happened to me. I did not trust cannabis. When I started to use cannabis in 2016, every time I had different experience. In order to solve that, uh, we are currently building a 265,000 square feet campus that will be GMP standards. It will be actually a pharmaceutical grade. And we building a software that will track the entire processing and manufacturing of each one of our products. So we will be able to ensure consistency throughout the supply chain. Do you really feel like, do you really feel like, Ori, you can make it where you can manufacture in such a very structured environment when you have an industry that really does enjoy creating different strains, different varieties, different, uh, structures when it comes to the plant in terms of terpenes in terms of flavonoids the areas that people really want to explore into different areas because obviously that's one thing with the industry the types of harvester out there are diverse it's not like you have one set way or form of doing things absolutely absolutely uh there's many ways to grow a plant and there's many variables in cannabis you have more than 400 active ingredients and the change in the nutrient mix, in the climate, in, in the environmental are changing those components, those APIs. Um, the system that we have designed is, so we're capturing the data from the entire process. Everything that's coming into the plant from the footprint of the light, what spectrum light is, uh, the CO2 level, the humidity, the pH level of the water, the nutrient mix. And we will introduced an AI algorithm that, so we're tracking everything that's coming in and then we're measuring everything that's coming out. So as we will evolve and as we will continue, we will be able to standardize the growing more and more for a desired effect. Um, and we will be able to dial in the perfect growing protocol to the strain. And every strain will have a different growing protocol. 
we're going to take it very far on that area. And we're um, going to talk about that coming up after the break because I want to go ahead and go into what Natura is doing right now in order to make this process possible. And, you know, again, uh, go to some of the things that you said, which really talks about standardization, the protocol that needs to be put into place, and how you're able to try to create this whole supply chain system much more structured based on your experience and what you're able to offer at Natura. Again, I'm with the CEO and founder of Natura Life and Science, Ori Byton, here on Blunt Business. We'll be back with more questions with Ori in just a moment. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. The National Cannabis Industry Association's third annual California Cannabis Business Conference takes place October 8th and 9th in Long Beach, California. Register today at CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com and take part in the only industry trade show focusing solely on the California market hosted by the cannabis industry's only national trade association. NCIA's California Cannabis Business Conference brings together thousands of cannabis industry leaders, policymakers, and entrepreneurs to discuss California-specific regulations, market trends, policy, advocacy, and research. The California Cannabis Business Conference will also feature over 60,000 square feet of expo floor, showcasing over 200 exhibitors. Make your plans now for NCIA's third annual California Cannabis Business Conference, October 8th and 9th in Long Beach, California. Register today at CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com. That's CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'm here with Ori Byton, the CEO and founder of Natura Life and Science. So manufacturing, distribution, and delivery are scheduled to begin the first quarter of the year 2020, and cultivation is supposed to begin following the next quarter after that in the second quarter of 2020. So give me an update so far on where you are in the process and uh, where things are with the facility. 
Okay, great. So we have five different buildings on a 12-acre lot. Building number one, it's a 56,000-square-foot building that would have manufacturing, distribution, commercial kitchen, uh, and a delivery dispensary that will be ready in Q1. We are heavily in construction right now. Um, next to it, we will have three large mixed light buildings that we are in construction on all of them currently. And uh, the first one should be ready in March, the second one in April, the third one in May. So by the end of Q2, we will be fully operational. That's a, it's a large we'll facility. Can you take me into the size of manpower that you have to go ahead and facilitate this facility? Um, once you get to cultivation, what kind of a harvest could you anticipate? It, it is a very large scale facility. By the way, we are the contractor on it. So we built our own construction company as I'm mm -hmm. coming from that very nice. angle. Um, it's allowing us to control the speed and the changes that there is on site while you're building a facility like that. Um, our cultivation will be fully robotics. So we are introducing a very unique system um, that basically there will be no touch, no human touch throughout the process of growing. Um, so we're anticipating less than 15 people for the cultivation part. Post-cultivation post for harvesting and uh, trimming, of course, uh, we will have a, a quite large staff. Now, what are people thinking about the fact that you are preparing the plant to be put into the process of getting it harvested and, and put going through the uh, manufacturing process? Um, how have people talked about it, especially in, in California, about the idea that you're going to be using quite a bit of robotics and not as much human manpower to harvest? So for harvesting, we will use uh, people. But for the entire cultivation, for the feeding, for the watering, for um, the entire cultivation cycle, it will be fully robotic. We believe it's the only way to really, one, control the consistency of the product, the quality. You know, plants are living organisms. They don't really like, they like to be, they don't like people that much from what I've been told. We um, <laughs> could actually stop and go back. I don't know if it's a good one. Well, tell me about the uh, process as to the monitoring of all the uh, different bells and whistles will be going on during the actual cultivation process. So will there be how much monitoring is going to be done and uh, how much testing, I guess, is being done throughout the process to make sure that everything's in check? Um, so we're compliant with all state requirement testing. That's, of course, on top of that, we're introducing our own system. Um, every plant will have an RFID chip, will have sensors on any growing tables um, in order to capture the light, humidity, um, all the environmental control that's coming into the plant. Uh, we'll have a unique system that basically it's cameras that taking live pictures of the plant every day of the growing. And we're going to analyze. We're going to analyze all of this data and information in order to improve our products, and actually to create um, knowledge and to create a lot of to create a lot of institutional level knowledge. One of the things we're doing in Natura, we are partnering with universities. Currently, we're partnering with two universities in Israel that they will be able to research 
uh, the plant through our facility. So they will have access to all of this data. And we are looking to partner with more researchers that are interested in how growing, how different climates and different growing protocols could affect the API level of the plants, the active pharmaceutical ingredients, the CBD, CBN, CBC, there's 400 different, as I mentioned earlier, in the plant. Right. And I am a big believer that this plant has a lot of secrets and a lot of uh, answers to problems that humanity has. Uh, simple ones like pain, stress, anxiety, and large ones like cancer. And I'm glad you're uh, also looking into the group. other cannabinoids. That's very important. On this program, we've tried to express on that point. And I think that is what 2020 is going to encompass, is that many of the cultivators out there, they're going to be looking into expanding the scope of which cannabinoids are going to look into into the molecular structure of the plant to see what other symptoms they can go and work on. Because they obviously see that CBD is such a saturated market right now. It got saturated so quickly, so fast. And so looking at CBG, CBN, CBC and other areas and seeing what's available out there, what can be done, especially with the researchers you have in Israel that are going to be helping out with you in that process. That's a fantastic thing. I know there's a lot of great research being done in Israel. Now, just a personal question. Is there a chance that any of this uh, of the harvest or any of the plant can be used for testing? Can it be sent back to Israel for those researchers or can they do any research on site in terms of helping with, uh, you know, learning more about about what can be done in terms of any testing or any experimentation. Can they do that here? Can they take the product back? What's, how's that work? So currently it's quite complicated to yeah. ship plants uh, across the border, but we are setting up equipment that is near to, to two labs in Israel. So basically they could run the same test with an operator here on site, <clears throat> right. um, they could run exactly the same task that they will be able to run over there. So we're so basically we are bypassing the IT with the IT we're bypassing the laws of of, of the borders, right? That you cannot ship it. Mm -hmm. so we'll be able to conduct a lot of research on these plants in here. And personally, that's one of my biggest passions. I believe that this plant have solutions for cancer, for Alzheimer, for Crohn's, for many other diseases. And one of my missions is really to advance it, really to advance the research and development of, of medicine, of plant-based medicine. Um, I am a big believer that it's God's gift and we need to deliver it to the mass people. In the last 80 years, um, this plant has been dehumanized. Um, people, I am, I am even a fruit of this. I, I was against it all of my life until I tried it and until I went and I saw what it does to people. Uh, I spent a lot of time in Israel with patients and I saw what, it, what it's doing to people. It's really changing their lives. And I want to help promote it to more and more and more. A and big, I, and I, like, a big I like how you put that together because honestly, by being able to go and have that passion and seeing what is done for people that you see in your own personal background. And the thing is, these solutions you're looking to bring to regulations and supply chain issues by creating this particular protocol, which hopefully will be a protocol that might get served best by other companies that could stand, could be the standard bearer 
for other companies to follow. So I want to ask you about a quote that you made in a recent press release. You said, quote, the most successful brands in the industry are the ones that produce a standardized product with a consistently enjoyable experience every time. And that we're here to advance. The, and the, the idea is to, to advance the industry and pave the way for consumers and patients from all walks of life to benefit from this plant, requiring a new approach to infrastructure and a commitment to education. So expand on that approach to infrastructure and education. So I believe the biggest problem is infrastructure, right? There's no infrastructure. There's endless amount of demand, but there's no infrastructure that can supply it on a consistent manner. And we're focusing on three things regarding infrastructure. One is facility, creating best-in-class facilities with all the bells and whistles and all the technology that, that, that we can afford. Um, that's one. Two, building a custom technology to run this business because it's very complex. And with my experience in, my so in the solar industry, we built a custom software that helped us run the business. We did exactly the same thing here. And it's a very comprehensive system that has different models from uh, from the nursery all the way from seed to the consumer, basically. Um, so investing a lot in technology. The third thing is management. It's really creating uh, the right management structure and protocols to run that type of that type of a company. Our COO came from 25 years of food and ag manufacturing. Uh, ran was in Conegra, was in Nestle, ran the largest tomato processing facility in the world, wow. and we're bringing knowledge from uh, existed from different CPG companies and combining them here. It's really interesting. Besides the facility together. you're creating yourself, are you looking to create a methodology that you could possibly present to other companies to follow the same suit, even if it's not under your brand? Would you want to create a methodology that would be a proper protocol for other companies to follow? Absolutely. Absolutely. A big part of our plan, the management, is to create the right methodology. Um, you could look at the hotel industry, for example. So something like Hilton. Yeah. Uh, they bringing their methodology their, to an existing facility and really making it better. Um, yeah, that's, that is in our plan. Our, fo our focus is to get the first one done and to get all of our methodology um, finalized and really ticking. And then we are planning to expand uh, very aggressively. And our expansion plan, some will be uh, with partners, some will be with owned facility. Definitely, we're looking at partners that have already started the licensing process, maybe even their the construction process and just needed methodology and tools to run the business more efficient. Now, is there, any particular, is there any particular protocols that you see in the in, in mainstream that kind of follow a standard that you feel like is, is exactly what you're looking at? I don't know if there's somewhere in Israel that you have that you felt was a common ground as to what you're doing for the cannabis space. I don't know, because for me, I think of the names like Ray Kroc or Sam Walton that took McDonald's and Walmart into a particular space to franchise what they created as a, as a very efficient system. And we're able to integrate that into mm -hmm. other companies and have people just be franchised out to work on the same product, but come out with the same exact product efficiently and effectively. Yeah. You're tapping into an area that, um, 
I'm not quite sure comfortable yet to talk about completely, but it's absolutely in our vision. Uh, again, I'll go back to the infrastructure. We're working on three things, facility, technology, and management. When you're combining those three things together and really building a technology that that uh, allowing your methodology of how you, to run a business with the facilities, that is a duplicated model. And our goal is to do 30 facilities like we do now mm-hmm. in the next 10 years. We believe that there is a great need for that. We are we implemented a system called EOS. It's Entrepreneur Operating System. It's based on a book called Get a Grip. And so really, we're managing. We took that and we're modifying it between some tricks of Ray Dalio from Principles. And we're really building the Natura way, what we're calling it. And that, we believe, will be the best way to run a cannabis company. That's fantastic. So, I mean, it's a very visionary style of way of thinking, which I mean, we have those entrepreneurs that are out there that are just thinking about, okay, what can we do to monetize from the plant and really create a system that will bring great harvest and will bring great here, but to create a full factionalized system that's really going to be put together into one very streamlined and efficient. It's what, you know, there's a brand name of a oil chain service called Jiffy Loop. They call themselves the whale oiled machine. And that's how they like to run their business. And I feel like that's exactly the same idea here, but you're not even just looking at just doing it for yourselves. If it can be done down the line, you'd like to be able to make it a standard bearing model to which others can follow the same way. But this is very visionary type thinking. And I really like how you're going along with that. And I want to go ahead and just take a little bit of your background, fall back up to bring up the current day today and ask you about that and your idea of how you've worked on solutions. I want to ask about that, about how you're working cannabis real estate, as you prefaced at the start of the show, how that's helped you to come into the fixing some of the issues that entrepreneurs and brands are facing. I want to talk about that after the break here with Ori Biden, CEO and founder of Natura Life and Science here on Blunt Business. We'll be back after this. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really one toke over the line. And I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. 
Piss and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. And welcome back to our Last segment here on Pump Business with Ori Byton, the CEO and founder of Natura Life and Science. So I didn't get a chance at the start of the program to talk about your background, which I know most shows would probably start first and then go forward. But you did preface your work in real estate. And in 2016, you founded We Grow CA, a real estate management company specializing in providing legal cannabis operators with fully compliant and entitled industrial space for lease. Now, you recently did an interview with Cannabis Magazine, and you said this. I thought this quote was very poignant to bring up. You said, quote, my experience in cannabis real estate really served to help me see the issues so many entrepreneurs and brands are facing. And when I see a problem, I want to solve it. I believe in this plant. I want to be a foundational part of bringing it to a much larger audience through collaboration with the very best makers out there, end quote. So talk to me. What are the problems you're looking at now? to find solutions for? Knowledge and consistency. <laughs> that is the main two. I believe that there's lack of knowledge. Uh, universities were never allowed to research it. There is no real institutional knowledge on this plant. There's a lot of uh, stigmas. There's a lot of, of uneducated guesses. But there's not a lot of data-driven, um, real, knowledgeable this like information out there so that's the first thing i would like to solve uh, i think it's the biggest problem and consistency uh, i believe that you cannot be a brand a consumer cannot trust your product if it's not consistent again if you're buying a mcdonald's you're buying a, it's the same all over the world same thing with coca-cola and same thing with any other consumer product yeah we are dealing with uh, with an industry that on one hand is very new, on the other hand is very mature. This plant's been around for 10,000 years and people all over the world consuming it. The regulated industry that, that enforcing, enforcing companies to act in a certain way is very new. It's very challenging. I believe that most brands want to be able to already face those regulations and, and, and comply with it. And that's where we're coming in. That's we're fantastic. building a world-class operation. We're building a world-class operation to help brands launch or scale. If you have an amazing idea and you can create a lot of demand, <laughs> we'll be able to be your supply chain partner. If you're an existing brand that are in store and, and sometimes your product's running out and you cannot manufacture it and, 
and the cash flow cycle killing you because you need to source the flour from one person, have a distributor move it to a manufacturer, then the manufacturer, then you're going to a different co-packer, going back to the distributor, going to the store. It's a four or five month cash cycle, and that's really killing many brands. Um, so we'll be able to solve that. We'll be able to help entrepreneurs. I really believe that that's what they need. They need a stable partner. Uh, we can fund a lot of their inventory in our business model. A lot of the inventory we're willing to fund um, in order to help brands with that cash cycle. And I think what's most important is that with all that you're doing with the research side and being able to go and offer real experimental and real logical data that's proven and, and founded for, that's also what's going to destroy the stigma that's out there because the mainstream media that's out there. I've been on my bully pulpit extensively on this program to talk about the fact that, you know, they are always asking where's the research that shows that the effectiveness of the plant. And I understand they don't want to believe any particular experiments that are out there, any particular research that's out there. They want to try to debunk everything and try to say it's not. But the truth is if there's good indisputable evidence that can be presented and show real testing that's out there. It's a matter of we have to find the ways to get that done. And if it can be done in Israel, if it can be done with the help of researchers that you're working with right now in this controlled environment, because that's what you're doing as well, you're controlling the entire environment from the whole supply chain. And I think that's also very important to show that there are brands that are doing that, creating that consistency, creating that knowledge that all together will only help and help foster a better industry for us in the future. And I appreciate all that you do with natural life and science. Ori. So before we wrap things up, I want you to take a minute, talk to our listeners and let them know how they can learn more about what you're doing at Natura, more about what's going on with the facility and how there might be some other business owners out there that are looking at your model and saying, you know what? I'd like to learn more about what your process is, what your protocol is. Maybe there's some franchising opportunities down the line. Something could happen where we could work together. Talk to our listeners about how they can learn more and keep up with you. First and foremost, um, reach out, send an email. You know, info at natura.io. You can always send an email and we'll get back to you. Uh, if you have a specific partnership idea or desire with us, we're always open. We see ourselves as a platform and we really want to help the industry um one That's, more point that i really want to sure, make here please go ahead is that we were we we're really thinking on a 50-year terms you know we are we were lucky enough to have investor that's supporting that vision and allowing us to think on a different in, in a different way it's like uh, our business partner investor told me or you have a hundred million dollars what would you do what would you do in cannabis now and, you know, it took us about two years to come up with all of the details of this operation. I've been designing it for quite a while. And when it was finally ready, we were able to pull the trigger. Uh, but a lot of thoughts went into it, and we're thinking on a 50-year terms, really, to be here for the long term. Uh, me as the CEO of the company, I'm not really focusing on pitching investors or working with investment bankers to raise more money. We are focusing on execution. We're really focusing on execution. Um, we are always looking for great talent. 
if there's great talent that's listening to your show, we're always looking to have great talent. We're always looking for brand partners, brands that want to launch or scale, that have more demand. And effective 2020, probably the, after this facility will be up, we will be looking for partners to launch other facilities with. Uh, but that will come more like Q3 of 2020. We are 100% focusing on achieving the first one and, and achieving the targets that we have in front of us. Uh, they're very aggressive, but they're unattainable, and we will get them. Yeah, this campus, if you want to take a look at some specs of what the campus is going to look like, the state-of-the-art 265,000-square-foot campus is going to be in Sacramento, California. This looks great. And there's so much information. I see the website is natura-lifescience.com. And that's lifescience.com with one word. So, again, uh, an info at natura.io if you want to email Ori and the team there at Natura for more information and to definitely keep the conversation going as we go and close things up. Ori, thank you so much for your information here. This is a very inspiring, again, visionary-like uh, discussion. And I thought this was very important to get to our listeners. And obviously, people need to know what's going on here. If this is a, a good direction to go, and I like that this 50-year plan hopefully comes to fruition. Thank you so much, Ori, for being on with us. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Um, looking forward to collaborating in the future. And thank you very much. And my pleasure. And again, thank you all listeners for joining us here for another edition of Blunt Business. You can go to CannabisRadio.com where the show is hosted always each and every week. You can also subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.